The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are without a starting offensive lineman again, but we tell you which injury will have the biggest impact on this game. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this Friday live episode of Locked on Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making Locked on Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am James Yarko at JRCO underscore Bucks. He is David Harrison at DHarrison82. We are your hosts of Locked on Bucks. I am the deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. David is a staff writer over at BucksGameDay.com, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we are here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers and our every livers. And as always, we want to share our appreciation for your continued support of the show. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. On today's episode, we're making our predictions, we're giving our keys to the game. But first, two Buccaneers are going to miss this game, and there may be more on the way, starting with uh, the weekend's game status report provided by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Houston Texans. Out for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive lineman Matt Filer, uh, listed as OG because he is an OG. Um, defensive lineman Logan Hall with a groin injury will also miss this game. So we got two players missing from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trenches. But wait, there's more. Nose tackle Vita Vea with a groin injury is questionable, so could miss this game as well. Safety Christian Isian got sick on Friday and missed practice and is listed as questionable as well with that illness. And safety Kayvon Merriweather has an ankle injury. So we got multiple safeties, multiple defensive linemen, and an offensive lineman, which, of course, are the least important positions on the entire football field. So, of course, you can do without any of them. Right, James? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, look, the the Matt Filer injury we saw against the uh, the Atlanta Falcons kind of expected this. Uh, Aaron Stinney stepped in, played well. I'm uh, not too overly concerned about that one. I'm also not overly concerned about the Logan Hall injury because Logan Hall really hasn't contributed much. He's shown he's shown flashes. He's kind of taking that Joe Tryon Shoyinka. Uh, gradual level of of increase where virtually nothing happened the rookie year. Now you're starting to see little flashes here and there, and then hopefully next year he takes a, a big step up. Which I do think, I well, Joe Tryon Trink hasn't taken a big step. He's taken a an average step up, but certainly has been more productive than uh, than the first couple of years. Honestly, um, I'm not concerned about Vita Vea. Vita Vea is going to play in this game. He was a full participant all week long in practice. I think he's a go. Christian Izian pops up uh, with the illness. I think he's a go as well. We saw the same thing with Shaq Barrett. It was either last week or the or the week before against the Atlanta Falcons. 
I'm not too concerned with with that one either. Yeah, I'm not worried about Vita Vea. Christian is in. I mean, I would feel a lot better if I knew what the illness was. Take some emergency, take a hot shower. Uh, do if you do what I do, drink some really high proof whiskey with that emergency. It'll clear you right up, buddy. It'll it'll get all that nastiness you, out of there. You do the vapor the the Vicks vapor rub on the feet and then put socks on. Be perfect in the morning. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not whiskey. That that thing <laughs> that you just said. Um, offensive lineman, lineman Matt Filer. I mean, you have to be concerned a little bit about an offensive lineman, right? Like the offensive sure. line is incredibly critical to every team. So it doesn't matter how good or bad your offensive line is, you're going to be concerned uh, about that. So obviously, we'll have to see what they do. But I'm sure Dave Canales, you know, he's he's been around. Uh, he, he's he's seen a thing or two, so he knows a thing or two, and and I'm sure he's got some tricks up his sleeve in case this offensive line needs a little bit of help in play calling. Uh, I would I would have a lot of confidence there. Cleared to play for the Buccaneers. Tight end Co'Keefe, uh, who's going to come up later in this conversation. Quarterback Baker Mayfield, which is obviously critical, and Tristan Wirfs, which is even more critical because if Tristan Wirfs was out, just bench everybody, and we'll we'll look forward to Week Ten for the Texans. Tight end Brevin Jordan is out with a foot injury. Running back Damian Pierce, Gator legend, running back Damian Pierce, out with an ankle injury. Right wide receiver Robert Woods. Uh, also out of this game with a foot injury. Questionable for the Texans. Defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins with a knee injury. So, James, biggest loss for the Houston Texans, and why is it Damian Pierce? Uh, it absolutely is Damian Pierce, and that is the injury that is going to have the biggest impact on this game. Damian Pierce, he's going through a little bit of a sophomore slump, but he is still a, an electric running back. He is absolutely fantastic. So anytime he's on the field, that is a threat to to your defense to you know your chances of winning and you know we're seeing the Texans kind of go through some growing pains they're they're looking good they got the the new young stud rookie quarterback and in, in CJ Stroud that looks really good but who is a a rookie quarterback's best friend well it's a pass catching tight end and it's a solid running back well now he loses that solid running back that safety valve that guy he can lean on and I'm going to talk more about the Texans running back situation in a little bit, but the drop off from Damian Pierce to what they're going to have is pretty significant. And it's going to play a huge role in this game. If the Buccaneers are able to turn this into a one dimensional team in Houston that cannot run the ball and they have to rely solely on CJ Stroud, that's going to play right into the hands of Todd Bowles. And again, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later, but not having Damian Pierce on the field is is what you would call not good for uh, for Houston. Yeah, absolutely. Um, shout out to everybody in the live chat. We got David coming through. Demon Hunter Daytona Dad says hello, hello back, and uh, the Bodie eight one three. Um, Demon Hunter's daughter also coming through, saying go Bucks, and also says hi to James. What hi Noel. Not taking that. Not taking that personally. Um, Demon Hunter says we got Houston easy win. Look, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think it's going to be an easy win. I mean, it'd be cool if it was an easy win, but I don't think it's going to be an easy win. It could still be a Buccaneers win, though, James, if they get and they satisfy our two keys to a Buccaneers victory this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. And we are going to get into those keys coming up in just a minute. That is next on today's episode of Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and they are the easiest, most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more or less than on a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings 
roll in. Price picks is really simple to play, and I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. With quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types, that is what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. This week, I'm going with a trio of more than selections with Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield getting more than 253 and a half total yards of offense, while Mike Evans gets more than 55 and a half receiving yards and Houston Texans Texans quarterback CJ Stroud with more than seven and a half rushing yards. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL, use code locked on NFL all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Thanks again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or your first view today and every day. Every day, as always, we greatly appreciate you for coming through on a consistent basis like you do. Football season is here, and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL kickoff live each Friday. Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. So if you're subscribed to Locked On Bucks and you got alerts on at 2 p.m. Eastern, you got an alert because they went live on the Locked On Bucks channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs break down every game on the NFL schedule, get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, you get in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL channel. James, it is time for us to get into our keys to victory. And I, I consider these for our newcomers. Welcome to the show. Hope you stick around. I consider these kind of like your like your adventure video game, right? We have like four shrouds of map you have to collect. And once you get all four shrouds, you you figure out where the treasure is. Um, which always kind of confuses me because treasure's in one spot. And like once you have like two of them, I mean, if you're gonna separate into four, the treasure's in the middle. So if you have like two, you know where the middle is, so you don't need the other two. Anyway, Maybe. um, if the Buccaneers secure these two keys to victory. They will indeed get the victory. That is the promise that we here at Locked On Bucks make to Buccaneers fans. And if they secure these two keys to victory and don't get the victory, James, we guarantee them that we will again next week give more keys to victory. That is our promise. You would think they'd start listening to us by now because we're always right. We're always right in our keys to victory. And whether they listen to us or not is a completely different story. So, you know, Jason, Todd, Dave, we know you guys are listening. Just, you know, follow these keys. And you're coming back to Tampa on Sunday after beating up the Houston Texans. And I'm going to start on the defensive side of the ball because my key to the game, easier said than done, but it's get after C.J. Stroud. First and foremost, who doesn't love seeing an Ohio State quarterback get the brains bashed in all game long by a dominant defense? But more importantly than that, outset David has frozen with a thumbs down, which is hilarious to me. More important than than bashing in an Ohio State Buckeye quarterback is the fact that when C.J. Stroud is pressured, he's only completing 47.9% of his passes. So you're, you're already getting ahead right there. He's been sacked four times in the last two weeks, 15 times this season. Now, the Bucs blitz the, at the fourth highest rate 
in the NFL, 36.6% of opposing team dropbacks. The Buccaneers are blitzing. And last week against the Buffalo Bills, they only had two sacks as a team without Vita Vea when they average nearly three sacks per game when he's in the lineup. So Vita Vea is back and he's facing a fourth string center in Michael Dieter. Now, what does all of that mean? That means that Vita Vea is going to be able to crash the interior like he normally does. He is going to be able to beat a fourth string center. You know, all respect to Michael Dieter, who played really well last week. Um, bro, you didn't go against Vita Vea. And Vita Vea makes, you know, all pro centers look stupid sometimes. So you got your hands full. But that also means that it's going to open things up to blitz guys like Levante David, like Antoine Winfield Jr., like spinning Kalijah Kansi inside and, and letting Vita Vea clear a path for him. And here's an idea. I know it's crazy. I'm just going to throw it out there. How about Devin White gets to the quarterback? Devin White, zero sacks this season. This is his opportunity to take advantage of a beat-up offensive line, finally get in the backfield, and start making some splash plays because we have not seen it since the Minnesota game. I'm, I'm going to continue to echo Evan Klosky's sentiments that something's not right with Devin White. He's not always the best player, but he's certainly better than what he has shown since week two where he really has, has disappeared a lot in games. So this is the opportunity for him to get back on track start making those big, impactful plays and help this defense get off the field. Um, I, I said I was going to bring it up. No Damian Pierce. So the running game is going to rely on Devin Singletary, Mike Boone, and how's this for a throwback name? Dare Ogumbawale. So Stroud is going to pass the ball a lot. There is ample opportunity here for the defense to get after him against an injured offensive line. Stroud's career high in pass attempts in a game is 47 against the Falcons, and they lost that game. I'm looking for at least 30 pass attempts. If not, I mean, we could be breaking the 40 threshold with Damian Pierce out in this game. There's going to be a lot of designed short, quick throws to get the ball out of Stroud's hand to try to avoid that kind of pass rush. And Stroud's average depth of target is only 8.1 yards, so he's already doing that to some extent. It's going to be exacerbated even more now going up against these pass rushers without Damian Pierce with this offensive line. Todd Bowles has to bring pressure from all over the place. I'm knocking stuff down because I'm getting excited. He's got to bring pressure from all over the place to get Stroud uncomfortable very quickly in this game. Yeah. Um, there's a Devin, there's a Mike, there's an Ogunbowale, and there's a Stroud. I mean, if this isn't a Tampa game, I don't know. I don't know what else is. Everything's yep. coming up Tampa here. Yeah, and Devin White certainly needs to uh to get things going. Look, Devin White, you know, from from a standpoint of being a player, um especially when he wants to make an impact on defenses like your pass rushing and run stopping ability was like the thing that sold you. Your pass defense and pursuit was the thing that held you back. And this season you're now adding the lack of sacks and and quarterback pressures to that list of things that are holding you back. That's not good. That's that's definitely not good, especially if you still want $100 million, which to be fair, everybody, like it's been a while since Devin White said that. And since Devin White has been like, pay me or I'm walking type of deal. So maybe, you know, we should we should back off that just a little bit. But yeah, man, Vita Vea being back. I mean, we've seen what Kalaja Kansi can do when he's on the field. Um, and we've kind of marveled at the fact that this dude is doing this with limited training camp 
limited regular season snaps and he still looks like one of the better players on the field when he gets out there you put Vita Vea next to him and CJ Stroud is going to have a very hard time and you know just like James said we all hate to see an Ohio State quarterback getting pressured but unfortunately that's going to be the case uh this weekend against Tampa Bay Buccaneers my key to victory I'm going on the offensive side of things and I'm going to say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team needs to throw the ball until you get in the red zone I'll tell you why the Houston Texans are sixth in scoring defense this year. That is kind of what they're hanging their cap on, on as the defense is that they're not allowing teams to get into the end zone. The, the classic bend, don't break defense is in effect in Houston, and they're doing it very, very well. However, the Houston Texans are also 22nd in the league in passing yards per play. They're giving up 6.75 passing yards per play. They're also 25th in interception rate, so they're not picking people off, and they're 24th in sack rate. So just like Devin White, Houston Texans are not sacking people very, very often. Now, getting into the red zone, their red zone defense is eighth in the NFL. It's pretty good, right? Top 10, but their goal to go defense is 15th. It's not terrible, but it's about middle of the pack. So what that tells you is teams are getting into the red zone. They're trying to throw the ball against the Houston Texans, and it's not working very well because they're keeping them out of the end zone with their passing defense, which you can see. If you're throwing the ball all the way down the field, you get in the red zone, what do you say? Well, let's continue throwing the ball. It got us here. Let's dance with the devil that got us to the ball. And it's not working very well. So for me, I want to see the Buccaneers flip the script a little bit. The Texans defense has allowed the 11th most completions inside the red zone, but they've only given up two touchdown passes in this season. Again, throwing touchdown passes uh, in the in the red zone, that is. But they've intercepted three passes, and they've dropped two interceptions. So this Tex Texans defense has gotten their ball on three more passes in the end zone, in the red zone, than uh, opposing receivers have in the NFL. That's what they're doing so far in the red zone. They haven't given up a rushing touchdown yet, but I still I still contend that it's because teams aren't really trying to run the ball against them because, again, they're having so much success throwing the ball down the field that when they get into the red zone, they say, hey, let's do what we're doing well. Let's continue to throw it. The Houston Texans defense is sur surrendering, surrendering four yards per carry inside the red zone, which isn't amazing, but it's fairly solid. 2.5 yards after contact. Again, not terrible from a defensive standpoint, not amazing from a Buccaneers standpoint, but still solid yardage. Uh, but here's the big thing. They only have a 17.4% stuff rate. That's 24th in the National Football League. That means that almost 85% of the time when teams run against them in the red zone, they're at least getting something. They're not losing yards. They're not getting stopped in the line of scrimmage. They're gaining yardage. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a terrible run offense. They need to be able to take advantage of this part of the Houston Texans defense. How do they do that? Use Coquif as a fullback. Use Coquif as a fullback. Thank you. For the you. love of everything holy, please use Coquif as a fullback. So that is my key to the game, James. Tampa Bay Buccaneers throw it all over the yard. Mike Evans fantasy people, Chris Godwin fantasy people, Kate Otten fantasy people. I'm sorry, but when you get in the red zone, run the ball, use Coquif as a fullback, take advantage of the fact that the Texans cannot stuff you in the red zone and get some of those yards, get some of those touchdowns. And you know what? This is actually a game the Houston Texans, you actually could win by kicking field goals. But if you get one or two of those touchdowns in the red zone, you should be able to come away with a victory. I feel like the Michael Scott office gif. How many weeks have I been saying use Coquif as a fullback? We even we have Demon Hunter in the chat saying use Vita as a fullback. I would in goal to go situations. Like you no know, doubt, I'm okay with that. Depending on his groin, honestly, like I was okay. going to actually put Vita, but because of the injury, I'm like, eh, let's go with Co. Uh, and I know Co's been coming off of injury too, but I mean, 
Kokiev's not as valuable as Vita Bea. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, if he's healthy, I'm all about Vita Bea as well. All right. Well, we are going to get to our predictions for this game. I already see some predictions trickling into the chat. We're going to get to those as well. That is coming up next here on Locked on Bucks. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That's ordering time. Two-minute warning? That's your cue to get ordering. Time to pull out your lucky jersey and order your favorite apps and snacks on DoorDash because football is coming again this weekend. Why would you root for your team on an empty stomach? That's just going to make you angry. It's going to make you hangry. It's going to make you angry. Don't do that. Order on DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites. Order pizza, wings, soda, burgers, even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. Order for whatever craving strikes you. Maybe you're in the mood for a Cuban sandwich with potato balls from Cuban Express. Maybe today is more of a shell seafood kind of day, or you're going to grab the classic football food like some wings from Shamrock's Ale House. All of your favorite restaurants and stores from retail to grocery are on the app, so you can shop everything that you need to get game day ready. Get prepared before the game day, stock up on your favorite appetizers, and order all your tailgate gear on DoorDash, then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Don't forget... To use code LOCKED23, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, number two, number three, for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more. Subject to change, terms apply. Wrapping things up here on a live edition of Locked on Bucks. And the Buccaneers play the Texans Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern inside NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. Catch every snap of the Buccaneers' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SiriusXM app. Just search Buccaneers. While you're there, you might just hear a familiar voice during the game. I'm going to have to rely on SiriusXM for a little while. We have to go do that hockey in Indiana Sunday morning. And probably not going to get home till like three in the afternoon. So then I'm going to watch the game. I get to skip all the huddles and the commercials, which is nice. But I got to get ready to come live to you guys here on the YouTube. But first, I have to go do that hockey. As you can see, my my hoodie hockey dad scan for payment. I think it was was a demon hunter or was it Daytona dad that was asking what was on this hoodie the last time I wore it. Um, yeah, got to got to do that hockey. But. We could, I mean, I don't have to watch the game, David. We're about to tell everybody exactly what's going to happen in this game. We're going right. to tell them the final score. We're going to tell them. Close game now. Yeah, I mean, we we might as well. Congratulations, Bucks fans. They're off the snide. They're back to four and four. The Buccaneers have beat the Texans. No, let's talk about some bold predictions, some player predictions. Um, Yes, uh, Richard in the chat saying that the Bucs haven't beat uh, the Texans in 20 years. The Buccaneers have never won a game in the city of Houston. Going back to the Oilers days, they have never won a game in the city of Houston. I don't know about you, but I'd say that they are due. But let's start with some bold predictions. I'm like, going yeah, to hockey, Dad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start things off with the bold prediction. And it's gonna it's gonna play a little bit into what your key to victory is 
here, David. And my bold prediction is that Rashad White is going to have 100-plus total yards and a touchdown. So the last two weeks, he has 99 total yards and 109 total yards. They have been utilizing him in the passing game as the running through the air. And Rashad White has been absolutely phenomenal since they started utilizing him in this role. And you go back and you look at his targets and his receptions. There's only one time this season that he was targeted and didn't catch the ball. But over the course of the last couple of weeks, he's gotten over 60 yards and then he got 70 yards as a receiver on these little one, two yard dump offs. It's not like they're throwing it to him 15 yards down the field. No, these are dump offs and he's making plays in space. This week, he's going to add a touchdown to the mix. I don't care if it's a rushing touchdown. I don't care if it's a receiving touchdown. Rashad White is finding pay dirt for just the second time this season. If Ryan Neal gets a pick six, I might actually cry. If Ryan Neal gets a pick six, I'm going to eat my hat. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, don't make promises. There, there's a DC radio host that said if the commanders lost to the Chicago Bears, he would quit his job. And I thought that my if the Chicago, if the commanders lost the Chicago Bears, I'd move to Tampa was bad, but that was pretty bad. He got called. Hey, out you remember when Mel Kiper said that if Jimmy Clausen didn't pan out as a as a franchise yeah. quarterback, that he would quit? He's still around. Yeah. Todd McShay is like, "What's up, bro? What's up? Right? What, what when you clean out my office?" Um, my bold predictions would be a little bit different. I'm going with a gambling bold prediction. Ooh. I'm going to bet that James Yarko's trend that he has noticed is going to end this week. And because of that, I am betting on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, on FanDuel, of course. I'm betting on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Houston Texans. And I am betting on the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Buffalo Bills. And for those of you who don't know, James has noticed that the Bengals and Buccaneers never win on the same weekend. Happened so if the, the Bucs win, yeah, if the Bucs win, then in theory, you should bet on the Bills. If the Bucs lose, then you should bet on the Bengals. I'm betting Bucks and Bengals because that's that that streak is getting snapped this week. That is my bold prediction, which is kind of weird, but that's my bold prediction. My player prediction, like you said, James, kind of plays into what you were talking about, running back Rashad White, especially in the red zone. Uh, we had Paul in the uh, in the live chat talking about throw the ball to Rashad White. And you know what? I will take that as part of my key to the victory to victory. If you throw the ball to Rashad White, we all talk about this, right? Throwing the ball short, throwing the ball to the running back is just an extension of the running game. So I will accept that as, as a counterpoint to that. Just do me a favor, Baker Mayfield, and don't turn on the gunslinger mode. Leave the gunslinger mode in Tampa. Just just, just, just uninstall it. Leave it at your house because the Houston Texans have been taking advantage of gunslingers in the red zone all season long. Do not fall into that trap. Throw the ball to Rashad White. Throw the ball to Kate Otten. Um, Throw the ball to Vita Vea. Lined up as a tight end. I don't care. Just don't throw the ball into traffic. Um, Rashad White, player prediction, player of the game as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I uh, I like that one, uh, especially because of my bold prediction. Um, is this a crucial game for Baker? I don't think so. You know, a lot of people want to place the blame of the offense solely on the shoulders of Baker Mayfield, and we get it. When you're the quarterback and things go well, you get too much of the credit. When things go poorly, you get too much of the blame. Baker Mayfield overall has played really well this year. And, and again, I'll say to all those in, in the chat and, and all those listening, if I had told you back in February when I was saying that Baker Mayfield should be the quarterback of the Buccaneers, if I had promised you 
that he was going to have a two and a half to one touchdown to interception ratio, you'd have taken it. Like, there's no question that you would have taken it. So Baker Mayfield really isn't playing poorly. Um, he's not playing great, but he's not the reason for these issues. And, and I've seen people on Twitter talking about, uh, you know, that's why most of the fans want Kyle Trask. No, they don't. No, they don't. Most of the people that want Kyle Trask are also Florida Gator fans. Uh, and like I've said before, if you're going to hate Baker Mayfield, there's nothing that Baker's going to do to change your mind. It's a lot like Jameis Winston. The people that didn't want Jameis Winston looked for reasons to be validated about not wanting Jameis. It's the same thing with Baker Mayfield. They're polarizing characters. Um, my predictive player of the game is Kalijah Cansey. I want Cansey. Duke, Duke, do, 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 do. Uh, look, I, I talked about getting after the quarterback. I talked about uh, the impact that Vita Vey is going to have going up against Michael Dieter. This is Kalijah's time to shine. I expect him to stunt and twist his way inside, almost using Vita Vea as a lead blocker for himself to get after CJ Stroud and make CJ Stroud look like your typical Ohio State Buckeye quarterback, which he has not done. Again, I will give him his flowers. Stroud has been fantastic. He protects the football. He gets the ball out quick. He makes smart decisions. Not on Sunday. Kalijah Kansi is going to be all up in his face, and he is going to have his best game as a rookie in the NFL. Uh, game predictions, score predictions. Um, if you go back, for those of you that didn't see the crossover episode, I did pick the Buccaneers to win 23-14 to 14 in this one. I think the game is closer than the score. In, in this particular case, but I do think that the Buccaneers are going to get this one done between Damian Pierce being out, the injuries along the offensive line. Oh, and by the way, something that we never mentioned on this show or this episode, uh, Mike Evans going home for just the second time in his NFL career, he finna go off. Like, it's going to be a Mike Evans day. And uh, he's going to want to put on a show. So yeah, I will take the Bucks 23-14. to 14. David, what you got? Um, I'm going to go Tampa Bay 27 to 17. So I got a 10 point win. You got a nine point win. I, I do. have uh, more, more faith in the Buccaneers than you do. It's okay though. Uh, either way, we both have the bucks covering the spread. Very, very true. Because the Buccaneers are two and a half point underdogs on the road against the Texans. That's a sentence that I never. But that line has moved. That line was three points, so it shows that people are definitely betting on the Bucks. So the line is. That's all Damian Pierce is worth is is a half of a point. Wow. Uh, I mean, well, the Commanders traded Montez Sweat and Chase Young, and that spread moved half a point. So, yeah. Oh goodness, people are people are are enjoying my my singing in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I also enjoy your they, singing. Daytona dad was one point off on, on David's score. All right, that is going to do it for this Friday episode. I will be back live on Sunday for the post-game reaction. I can't give you a time. I, I already let you know I'm going to be driving during the game. Going to have to get caught up. Going to try to get it around that 6.30, 7 o'clock range if I can. But make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube so that when I do go live, you are notified. You can jump in the chat and we can either... You know, have a lot of fun or lament with one another. 
Uh, in the meantime, of course, you can check out everything on Twitter at Locked On Bucks at JRCO underscore Bucks at D Harrison 82. Check out everything that David is doing over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out my work over at BucksNation.com. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. I want to thank you so much for joining us right here on Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll